Have I not commanded thee? Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid. Neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. Joshua 1.9 Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for reminding me to be strong and courageous. These words will serve as my life's reminder as I move through the life of Joshua. As I face my first test and conquer my new territory, I will do so knowing that the God of this universe is behind me, beside me, and in front of me. Even though the mountain in front of me may seem as fortified and large as Jericho, I know that you have a plan, God, to cause the mountain to crumble before me. All I need to do is stand steadfast and reliant upon you, and my victory is inevitable. I decree and declare that you are setting up Rahab's in my life to help shield and protect me from the enemy. Praise you, Lord, for you have gone before me to speak on my behalf, even before I entered the room. Therefore, the ground is ripe for the seeds of promise, and I know that my harvest time has come. I will let out a hallelujah, because your word never fails. My future is secured. My family is protected, and my promise has been made sure in your unfailing love. In Jesus' name, amen. Listening to these daily prayers strengthens your relationship with God. Continue hearing from the Lord by listening to today's Bible in a Year. Brought to you by BibleInAYear.com. Rahab and the Spies In our last story, we learned about the passing of Moses. His past with anger had kept him from leading the new generation into the Promised Land. Before Moses' departure, God appointed Joshua to lead in his place. Near the camp on the mountain, Moses overlooked the land flowing with milk and honey and breathed his last, knowing that the sheep of Israel were safe under the care of a new shepherd. In this story, we learn about God's steadfast reminder to Joshua to be brave and courageous, and how bravery comes in all shapes and sizes. Rahab, a prostitute woman from Jericho, shows the courage of God in a different way, as inspired by the book of Joshua. Hello, I'm Jack Graham with today's episode of The Bible in a Year. In our previous episode, we heard how God showed kindness to Moses in his final days on earth. Though his anger had kept him out of the promised land, God allowed Moses to see that place God was giving his people, a view of the fulfilled promise. Moses reminded the people of all God's laws and that if they obeyed him, they would be blessed. Before he died, Moses commissioned Joshua the man that God himself had chosen to lead Israel into their new home. Today we'll hear how God reminds Joshua to be brave and trust that he would work through Joshua and be with him just as he was with Moses. We'll also see how courage leads a prostitute named Rahab to help God's people as they come in to take Jericho. Let's listen now to today's reading. 
The sun had set on the era of Moses. His leadership, humility, and devotion to God would be heralded for thousands of generations. Now a new era had come, and it was time for God to lead his people out of the wilderness and into the land flowing with milk and honey. God came to Joshua as he once did to Moses. In the silence, God spoke softly, saying, Moses is dead. Now arise, Joshua. Go over the Jordan River into the land I have given you and my people. Joshua smiled, elated at the words he was hearing. Yet a subtle doubt nested in the back of his mind. He could not shake a feeling of insecurity. Am I truly able to lead these people like Moses did? He thought to himself. God, knowing Joshua's heart, continued to speak, saying, No one shall be able to stand against you. Just as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you. Be strong and courageous, and you will lead the people into victory. Keep my commands close to your heart, and do not be afraid, for I am with you. Three times God repeated these words to Joshua, encouraging him to be strong and courageous. Joshua closed his eyes and took a deep breath. He rolled his shoulders back and assumed a large posture. Then he arose to go lead his people. Prepare yourselves, Joshua shouted to his men. He marched through camp to all the officers of Israel, saying, Pass through camp and command people to pack their belongings, for in three days we will pass through the Jordan and take the land that is ours. So Joshua and all his men helped the families of Israel prepare for their final adventure. A galvanizing spirit of unity was among the people, and Joshua had the trust and admiration of Israel. However, Joshua was not naive to the dangers that awaited Israel. He remembered the vastness of the Canaanite armies and their strength. They were not like God's people. These cultures could be brutal and sadistic, taking women and children as prostitutes and slaves. He must be careful, and God must be with him. The first land they had to conquer was Jericho, a city with great walls and fortification. So Joshua sent two spies to scope out the land and its inhabitants. As Joshua once did with eleven others, these spies remained hidden within the city and measured its level of strength. The two spies swept the land for threats and weaknesses. They remained anonymous and hidden, finding lodging in the house of a prostitute named Rahab. There they hid in between shifts of going out and spying. Soon, word of the two spies came to the king of Jericho. Suspicious and angry, the king sent men to Rahab's house to find the spies, for he had been told they were lodging there. Knocks could be heard from the front of Rahab's house. The spies and Rahab looked at one another, panicked. The king had found them. The spies drew their swords and prepared for a fight. But Rahab took both of them and hid them safely. Rahab straightened her clothes, put on a sensuous smile, and slowly approached the door. Guards were at her door. Rahab, about to greet them as customers, was interrupted by one of the guards, saying, Bring out the men who have been staying here, for they are Israelite spies. 
Rahab feigned surprise and concern. With her profession, she had become quite good at faking expressions. She let the men come inside and said, Ah, yes, two men were here, but I had no idea where they were from. When the gates of the city were about to be closed, they left quickly. You must go find them before they kill us. Rahab played the part of a woman in distress, needing the big, strong men to save her, all the while making sure nobody looked up towards the flax of the roof where she had hid the spies. The men wasted no time and pursued the men past the gates and towards the Jordan River. With great vigor, the men rode in pursuit of the spies that weren't even there. Rahab shut the door and breathed a sigh of relief. She climbed up to the roof where she had hidden the spies. They would stay there for the night, before leaving early in the morning. Rahab crouched down to where they were. Her eyes were filled with tears, but there was a look of resolve on her face. I know the Lord has given this land to you, Rahab said. Everybody here is afraid of you. We have all heard how God saved you from the Egyptians and the Amorites. If your God would part the Red Seas for you, there is no telling what he might do to us. As soon as we heard you were coming, our hearts melted. Please spare me and my family when you come, since I have helped you. Please help my mother, father, and siblings. The two spies smiled. They had no idea how afraid the people were of them. It was a good report, and they were excited to bring it back to Joshua. They took special note of Rahab and said to her, Of course, our lives are in your debt. If you tell nobody of us, we will be faithful to you. Then, while it was still dark, Rahab lowered the men down by a rope through her window, for her home was a part of the city wall. The two men thanked Rahab and said, When we come to the land, tie this scarlet cord to your window, and anyone who passes through will not harm you. And so Rahab did it. The scarlet rope was tied around her window as a symbol of mercy, just as the scarlet blood was painted on the doorsteps of the Israelites years ago. God would do more than just spare Rahab and her family. Little did she know that the scarlet thread would represent far more than mercy from Israel. Later on, she would marry a handsome prince from Judah, and through her lineage, a thousand generations across the entire world would be shown the mercy and blessings of God. The men departed and ventured into the hills and hid there for three days. The soldiers of Jericho scoured the outskirts of the land, barely missing the spies. A few close calls later, the men were able to return. Hungry, dehydrated, and more happy than they had ever been, the spies ran back to their camp. Joshua was helping a family pack their things when he heard shouts from the distance. He looked towards the horizon and saw two figures waving in the distance. Their silhouettes jumped up and down. Joshua squinted and could finally see that it was his spies returning. All the people looked as the two men ran back. Then Joshua heard the words they had been shouting. The Lord has given us this land, and they shall melt away because of us. We begin today's story with a new leader, Joshua, feeling the weight of his position. Moses had led God's people for many years with strength and humility, and Joshua knew that he had some big sandals to fill. Not only that, 
But after 40 years of wandering in the desert, God was telling Joshua it was now time to cross the Jordan and actually enter the promised land. So God spoke to Joshua three times, echoing the words Moses had charged Joshua with, be strong, be courageous. God reassured Joshua that he would go with him, just as he had been with Moses before him. But this was much, much more than a pep talk. These were marching orders. Listen to what God says when he repeats the charge the third time in Joshua 1.9. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. I can't help but think of the words that Jesus gave to his disciples before he ascended into heaven. He was giving them the task of taking the message of the good news to the world. And just as God told Joshua that he would be with him wherever he went, Christ promised his spirit to go with us, within us always, that he would always be with us. Joshua believed God would do exactly what he said he would do. And this time, unlike the generation before him, the people did as well. They were confident that God would deliver the land into their hands. It was time to cross the Jordan. But note that Joshua sent spies in advance, just as Moses had done 40 years before. You see, confidence does not mean carelessness. The threat of other nations was real, and Joshua needed to know what was ahead for the people. So two spies entered the first city that they would have to take, the city of Jericho. And it's here that we meet Rahab, a prostitute. She gave safe lodging to the spies because she had heard the incredible things that God had done since they had been rescued out of Egypt. God's great name had gone before these men, and she, by faith, opened the door for them. The king sent soldiers to capture the spies, and he had heard that they were staying with Rahab. So she lied to protect the men. She sent the soldiers in search of the men who she said had gone to the city gates. You see, like the midwives in Egypt who lied to Pharaoh's guards to protect Hebrew babies, Rahab feared God more than men and put her own life on the line to protect those who were sent by God. Rahab then lowered the men through her window to safety so they could return to give Joshua the good news. God has indeed given us the land. Rahab's faith and faithfulness would be rewarded. Before leaving, the men told her to tie a scarlet rope to her window so that when they returned to take the city, her life would be spared. That red cord represents a scarlet thread of redemption, the story of Jesus that runs throughout the Bible, and that by his blood, we are redeemed. Rahab herself would become an ancestor to the Savior who would come and bring the whole world to himself. Dear God, thank you that you brought rescue and grace and peace to all of us through your son, Jesus. Thank you, God, that just as Joshua and the people could trust you to make good on your promises, we also know that we can be faithful and true and strong and courageous. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's Bible in a Year podcast. I'm Pastor Jack Graham from Dallas, Texas. Download the Pray.com app and make prayer a priority in your life. If you enjoyed this podcast, Share it with someone you know, someone you love, because by sharing this podcast, you can make a big difference in someone's life in Jesus' name. And if you want more resources on how to tap into God's life, God's power, God's strength for successful Christian living, be sure to visit jackgraham.org.
God bless you. This episode is sponsored by MediShare, an innovative healthcare solution for Christians to save money without sacrificing quality.